0: Listening to Dear Lash Artists. I'm your host, Mitzi Hernandez. I went from being a broke single mom working in factories and warehouses to a thriving lash artist with a six figure business. I am living a life I never thought was possible for me an undocumented immigrant from Mexico. Now I teach Latina lash artists that are feeling stuck, discouraged, and frustrated. How to build a lash business that gives them financial freedom, more free time to spend with their loved ones, and a new love for lashing. I'm leading a movement to empower Latina lash artists to raise their prices, double their income, and become the women they're destined to be. Now, let's jump into the show. Hey guys. I am so sorry that I have not been consistent with my podcast episodes. I promise that starting this week, you will consistently get one episode a week. And if I'm feeling really spunky, you may get an extra bonus episode some weeks. I want to be very consistent with my podcast. I really enjoy doing it, but you know, being a business owner is hard And the number one thing that keeps you going is consistency. So I want to be consistent with this, not just for y'all, but for me. So I promise that you will consistently have an episode every single week at minimum until school starts for my son, which is the end of August. Okay, so let's jump straight into the topic for today. Today, we are going to talk about difficult clients. So there's two types of difficult clients. So the first difficult client is the one that is never happy or pleased. The second difficult client is just the client that's very particular, that is very outspoken, that's willing to tell you when they don't like something, when something doesn't look right, when you have done something quote unquote wrong. Now, when I very first started my lash journey, I hated this type of clients. They used to give me so much fucking anxiety, and they used to give me a lot of anxiety because it used to stir up the feelings that I had of being inadequate, being not good enough, and putting my all into something that was gonna fail. So I hated this clients. I was having a conversation with one of my clients recently who has been having issues with her hairstylist. So. She used to get her hair done at a certain place and she felt that she just stopped caring about her, didn't really put a lot of effort into her hair. So she went and found another uh, hairstylist and she felt like she wasn't putting enough effort into her hair anymore. So now she's about to go to another stylist. And I said, instead of you switching people, why don't you just have a conversation with the one that you have right now? And tell her what is going wrong and what she could do better. And she was like, I don't wanna be that client, right? And I asked her what client. And she was like, that client that's always complaining or is never happy or is trying to tell you how to do your job. And I said, why not? And she was like, I just don't wanna be that client. So let me tell you a little story that I promise is gonna wrap up with the rest of the podcast episode. So a long time ago, I was very similar to my client. I did not wanna be quote unquote, that client. I didn't want to be the girl that was like, can you do this? Oh, can you do this? Or you messed up here? Or I don't like it here. Can you change this? Because I thought that that meant that I was being rude, right? Because growing up in a very conservative Mexican household, I was taught that you should not be rude. And when you complain, that's rude, right? Like growing up, I couldn't complain about anything. Like I couldn't say I didn't like something my parents bought me because I should have been grateful that I even got it. I couldn't complain about my mom's dinner because I needed to be grateful that she cooked. I couldn't complain about getting yelled at because that was just punishment. It just was what it was. I couldn't complain about going to school because I should be lucky that I'm going to school instead of work because there's a lot of immigrant parents that make their immigrant children go straight to work. And I was one of those people that didn't have to do that. So I just wasn't allowed to complain. And I was told that complaining meant that I was ungrateful and that I was bad. And I just wasn't supposed to do it. Because if I didn't complain, then I was a good person. I was a good child. So I learned that complaining was bad. And so anytime that I would encounter one of those clients that complained, I used to be like, Oh my god, this person is so difficult to deal with, this isn't a good person, I don't like this person, I don't want to work with people like this. And I just had a lot of negative thoughts about those kind of people. I randomly started getting two clients that just completely changed my world and the way that I view quote unquote complaining and being that client. So the first client is a client like in her mid to late 40s. I don't remember her exact age. And she was always very adamant about speaking up when she didn't like something I did. She was very adamant about letting me know when I did something that didn't please her. If she felt that I could be cleaner with something, she would let me know. I mean, she was just very adamant about making sure that she was happy with the service I was providing for her, the service she was paying for. And I remember us somehow having a conversation about it. And she explained to me that her acting that way is her having high expectations for herself because she loves herself. And she doesn't see why if she can speak up and if the person that's either given her a service or is in a relationship with her or is her boss or whatever can actually accommodate her, why not? Right? Like This is her world. She wants to enjoy her world. Why should she shrink herself and get a service or work a job or be in a relationship that doesn't meet her very specific needs? I have always loved this client, but I remember feeling like she was entitled and selfish and I viewed it as like a bad thing because it rocked my worldview, right? Like for me to be like, wow, I can complain and I can tell people how to treat me. And if I don't like it, I can leave. That was new to me, right? Like now the person I am now, it makes sense that obviously that is something that you can do as a human being, as an adult. But as a younger girl with very low self-esteem who came from a very strict Mexican household where like it bred for me to have low self-esteem because I was to be very subordinate and submissive to my parents and to God, it was weird and it came across as entitled. So I remember not really liking it. I'm not gonna say I didn't like it like for her. Obviously she can live her life however she wants. I didn't like it for me. I, I wasn't adopting those type of thought patterns. So then I had another client who is my age and very similar to my other client she always demanded the best she always had very high standards i just very much spoke her mind and i remember having a conversation with her one time about it because again i come from a culture where women tend to be very submissive and if women are not submissive so it is viewed in a negative light with negative connotations. And I've always viewed women that were very rebellious that way. So we were having this conversation and she kind of told me the same thing that my last client told me, where she said, if I'm paying for something, if I'm gonna spend my time doing something, if I'm gonna be with someone, I expect to be treated a certain way and there's nothing wrong with that. And if I'm not treated that way, I will stand up for myself because if I don't stand up for myself, who will, and this is my life. So it's important for me to live my life how I want to live it. And the way she said it for some reason was different than the first client. And maybe I was also at an age where I had matured or I had had enough life experiences to understand what she meant. And it just completely blew my mind. It literally completely blew my mind to think like, Those clients that we talk about that we don't like the, oh, the clients that are always complaining or always demanding or always wanting you to change something. And we talk about them in such a negative light. Why? Why? They're just, unless they're being like blatantly rude And they don't want to pay you and they want you to do a bunch of free shit unless they're just taking advantage of you. But if they're just simply paying for something and they don't like it and they're asking for you to change it or they're asking you to do something that either is a little bit out of the norm than you're used to. Why? Why do we demonize those clients? Right. When all they're doing is making sure that they're enjoying their experience with us. And when my client shared her point of view in life, it literally blew my mind. And ever since then, I have become quote unquote, that client. I will go when I get my hair done and I will explain to her if I don't like something, I will request certain things from her. I view the service as a team effort. Like, yes, she's the professional, but this shit is on my head. So I'm gonna have a say so if I don't like something. And for all I know, my hairdresser necessarily doesn't like me. I'm not really sure we seem to have a regular relationship. Whatever her feelings may be, she's always very nice. And she's always very accommodating and willing to work with me. And I continue to come to her. I continue to pay and I continue to tip. But like I stated... It's my hair, and it's a team effort, and I'm going to speak up if I don't like something. My makeup artist, same thing. When she used to do my makeup, there were things I didn't like that she did, and I would just stay quiet because I didn't wanna be rude. Now I tell her like, I don't like this, I don't like this, can you do this, can you do that? And the thing is, I just want to enjoy my service. I'm not rude, I'm not mean, but I'm paying for this, so I want to get what I want out of it. I make sure to speak up for myself. So with that in mind, and with those backstories, let's talk about the difficult clients we get, right? I want you to start viewing them as just women or men, whoever it is that you service. I want you to start viewing them as human beings who care about their experience. Now, I do wanna preface this whole subject matter by saying if someone is mean, rude, abusive, cursing you out, being racist, being fat phobic, being classist, anything that completely makes you feel like they're being condescending, then do not just let them be and be like, oh, well, that's just them. Like it's just how they want to show up in the world. No, 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 no. I'm not saying for you to excuse rude clients. What I'm saying is clients that are nice, but they gave us anxiety simply because they will tell us what we did wrong. They're not the problem. We are. And I don't even want to say we're the problem because that means that one of us are, is wrong and none of us are wrong. But the reason that you're feeling inadequate or you're feeling self-conscious or you hate that client coming in and you dread it and you're anxious is because you have an insecurity that lives within you. And when that client points things out, it brings that insecurity out and it feels like an open wound and she's touching it. She, he, whoever it is you're servicing, it feels like they are touching that wound. And because of that, you want to avoid that, right? Most of us want to avoid feeling vulnerable and raw and inadequate. Most of us tend to be very mean to ourselves in our head but it's like our own little secret world where no one knows the mean things we say to ourselves. When someone else says it to us and it touches that open wound, we don't like that. We don't wanna feel that, right? That's why we end up developing addictions and that's why we're scrolling on TikTok and Instagram all day or listening to podcasts instead of just sitting in quietness with our own thoughts. We just don't like feeling those feelings. We try to numb them away. When we have those clients, they bring that that out of us and the best way for you to get rid of those feelings is for you to put yourself in their shoes and for you to start being that woman that asks for things. I promise you that's going to change the way that you view those type of clients because when my client told me this is her life and she wants to enjoy it she doesn't want to be rude she doesn't want to go out of her way to hurt anyone but if she's paying for a service She wants to get what she's paying for and she deserves that and there's nothing wrong with that. I took that and made that my worldview and I've been speaking up about all my services that I get. It just made me a happier being because I don't have to keep switching barbers or hairdressers or nail artists or lash artists or makeup artists. It is a pain to keep switching beauty service providers. I like my makeup artist. I just wanted her to change her technique a bit. And then when I told her and she changed it and she remembered every time since then to do my makeup that way, we are just happy and have a great relationship. So I want to encourage you See, instead of you just making this like a mental thing where you're just like, okay, if I were in her shoes, how would I feel? No, 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 no. You can do that. And that will get you like three steps ahead. But I want you to experience that. I want you to experience being that woman. If you go somewhere and you asked for no onions and they gave you onions, I want you to speak up. I want you to be like, hey. I just wanna let you know I did ask for no onions on this and you gave me onions. Do you mind if you can recook this? That's it, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it, That's it. it. you don't have to be rude, you don't have to be rude, you don't have to be demanding and it doesn't make you bad. It doesn't mean that you're a horrible person, it doesn't mean that nobody likes you, it doesn't mean that everyone's embarrassed and they're gonna spit in your food, it doesn't mean that and the only reason you think all of that. Is because you've been conditioned by your parents, by society, by the people that hang around you that speaking up for yourself is bad and it's not. And the minute that you start doing it, I promise you that every client that comes through the door that is the same way, you will have compassion and love for her and will understand okay, she just wants a service that makes her happy. That's it. And, and bonus, bonus point I wanna make. If you feel that you cannot provide this client with what she's looking for, you will confidently tell her, hey, I don't think I'm gonna be able to give you what you're looking for. This are the last artists that I suggest. And you will do it in a confident manner because you will realize that if you were to ask for something from like your hairdresser or your makeup artist and she could comfortably say, I don't think I can provide this for you, you realize like, okay, i rather have someone tell me, I don't think I can do this and not make me waste my money or not make me feel bad that I've asked for something. If she can be honest, then I can be honest with my clients too. Do you see how it becomes a beautiful relationship? Lash artist, beauty service provider, and client relationships can become very beautiful in a non-codependent in a non-needy, clingy type of way. It can literally just be a healthy relationship where mutual needs are being met. You get what you're paying for and they get money because essentially as beauty service providers, that is the relationship that we have with our clients. We do something for them, they give us money, we part ways, we're fine. So that is what I have to say about difficult clients. Please, 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 please don't let anyone tell you that because you asked for something to be different, because you asked for someone to change a certain behavior, because you stood up for yourself, because you decided that you changed your mind, that you're wrong, that you're bad, that you need to be more submissive, that you just need to be grateful. No, 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 no. You only get to be yourself once. And what I mean by that is I don't know what happens after we die. I don't know if we come back as a different person with the same soul. I don't know if that's the end of us forever, but either way, you're only going to be you one time. Like I'm only going to be Mitzi right now. I'm never going to come back and be Mitzi again. I'm just not. And why should I suffer through my life? I, I, I don't have to. Are you a Latina lash artist that is frustrated and struggling in your lash business? Come work with me one-on-one inside of Empowered to Pursue, a six-month lash mentorship. To learn more, visit MitziHernandez.com. Mitzi is spelled M-I-T-S-Y. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at B-E-L-I period, lashes. If you enjoyed this podcast, please pass it along to another Latina lash artist that you think would benefit from listening to it.